You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional. Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. Turn to We got your mugshot Strawberry blonde blue I know you thought you'd get Away like before We saw your inmate number And purple Daddy, we got your number Oh, Miss Lori Laner. That is who that is. Um, you know, the, the day the on Friday or whenever the, the mugshot came out, I guess on Friday, right? All the days run together for me. Hi. Welcome to the show, by the way. A new week. Aren't we thrilled? Yeah. Uh, anyway, Miss Lori Laner. Um, so the, when the, the mugshot came out and I noticed the uh, prisoner number, I, I burst into song. Of course, without the musical backing and the video to go with it, P O one one five three eight zero nine. Thinking someone was going to do, I think it's Tommy Two Tone, right? The the original song, and so that's Miss Lori Laner who uh, popped up out of uh, quietude to do that, and that was good. But David had found another one already before that one. Now, this one doesn't have a video to go with it. It's Suffolk and Good, G-O-O-D-E. And this is posted at sagplayers.bandcamp.com. Everybody sing. Funny, funny, can we turn to? You give us hope, we can hold on to. Now, I'll give you the lyrics while we're uh, listening, if you're viewing. Oh, you entangled huge corruption people. 
Forget 01135809 again, and it's not even a phone number. So, yes, um, I, uh, Jones in, in Phoenix, it appears that you, you, you go to my website and it only pulls up a, an ad. Yes, uh, uh, there was a hack. I will deal with it after the show today, but try it again because the website will come up. Sometimes you have to try it numerous times because, yes, I've been hacked. Welcome to my life. It's so much fun. Anyway, yeah, you still have the Pudding Finger song in your head from last week, right? See, that's what this is all about, giving you songs that you can't get out of your head. And today I've got a few songs to share for you, along with some other stuff. I really seriously thought about starting the show today with, if it were up to me, I'd take away the guns. Here we are in Florida. Yeah, I'm still here. Hopefully we're counting down. You should see the house now. Boxes everywhere we're packing. But um, yeah, another shooting this weekend in Jacksonville. Apparently this 21-year-old piece of shit, uh, I'd say racist, but that's sort of redundant, um, who anybody can walk into any gun store anywhere and buy a gun. No, no, you know, there's no permit required. You want a gun? You go into any store in Florida. If you're 18 or older, no problem, they'll sell you one. Really. I couldn't make it up if I tried. And so Ron DeSantis, the guy who thinks he's the, you know, president in waiting or dictator in waiting, more accurately, um, you know, he, he pushed this whole thing through. He calls it constitutional carry. Give me a fucking break. And so he shows up in Jacksonville. First time DeSantis has been in Florida in months. 
Right. By the way, just in case you were wondering, he talked in the debate about how, you know, he's he, I have to do the nasally voice. He kind of talks like this, you know, he he's he's got that wimpy nasally voice. It's a whining kind of thing where Donald Trump is like like this. DeSantis is up here in his nose. And so. Hey, um. He's like, Florida is where well goes to die, don't you know? Anyway, so, oh, there was a shooter at UNC as well. Lovely. Everybody shoot. You know what? I may wind up playing Cheryl Wheeler after all. Don't count it out. The day's still young. We still have uh, 50 minutes to go in the hour. So DeSantis shows up in... um. Oh, do I have this photo? I'm so discombobulated today. Frankly, I, I, I apologize ahead of time for any screw. I already have screw ups. There's video that I pulled for one thing that I want to play for you. Now, I, I don't know what I did with it. Um, it tastes like this. I could really use a producer. But, um, you know, I digress. Uh, what is her name? Her name is Angie. Angie Nixon. Angie Nixon is a state rep here in Florida. I only she's up north, some like in the Jacksonville area. And um I uh, I only met her through Howie Klein um last year or the year before and it was because um uh you know and uh Howie got behind her candidacy I think for the state assembly and that's she's in the state assembly. Anyway, look at this photograph. Um if you're watching a video stream, if you're listening to the audio on Progressive Voices, where we're back live again, I hope we're supposed to be anyway. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, so if you're um, listening to the audio stream, let me explain to you what's on the on the screen right now. It's a photo of Ron DeSantis with his uh, his Stepford wife, Casey, looking on over his left shoulder, but on his right side. Is a woman who looks pissed off, and rightfully so. That is Angie Nixon, and she is a Florida state representative from the um, uh, Jacksonville area where the shooting was. Here, let me go in a little closer on her so you can see. And she's looking at him like, you've got some fucking nerve. And her T-shirt is a black T-shirt with a, uh, you know, white, it's not white lettering, but black lettering on white that says, stand with black women. And she's looking at, uh, at, at DeSantis like, you twerp. How dare you come to my city? And, the sh- you know, I didn't even pull anything from him because, frankly, I cannot. I just cannot. I cannot stand. I cannot stand him. Um, but, but, but be it known that the crowd roundly booed him so much so that in some of the videos, you cannot hear what he's saying because they are booing him. Hold on a second. I mean, I'm going to pull up, um, Angie here, Angie Nixon was on some show. Uh, she was on MSNBC with somebody. Oh, with, um, uh, Monica Alba, the person that, what's his name? Jose Diaz Ballard called Monica Alba. It's Monica. She calls herself Monica. It's not Monica. But sorry, I digress. I, I'm, I'm pissy right now. Sorry, I can't help myself. Anyway, um, let me see if I can't find that clip. Hmm. Uh, it might just be here. So here, I'll just play this for you. I, I, I really, I, I hesitate to put... Um, you know, DeSantis's face or voice or likeness on this air, but I will. All right, here's here's what, uh, well, the clip that's up anyway. Uh, The state and its people condemn the horrific racially motivated murders perpetrated by a deranged scumbag uh, in Jacksonville at the Dollar General store. Uh, Perpetrating violence of this kind is unacceptable. And targeting people due to their race has no place in the state of Florida. Yeah, then maybe you should stop targeting people because of, of their race. Here you go. What I make of that condemnation is hollow statements. This is a governor who has done nothing but fan, fan these types of 
of happenings throughout our, our state. Look, at the at the end of the day, the governor has blood on his hands. He has had a attack, an all-out attack on the black community yep. he, with his uh, anti-woke policies, which we know very well was nothing more than a dog whistle to get folks up and riled up yep. in the way in which it just happened on yesterday. As I listened to him for the first time uh, <laughs> with that statement, I, my, my blood is literally boiling. Myself and other representatives, particularly black representatives throughout the past few legislative sessions have, we have repeatedly told him what his rhetoric was going to do. And that is exactly what transpired on yesterday. This is absurd, it's ridiculous. He is one of the causes to this. This is an agenda that he has been pushing since he has gotten into office. He showed us who he was yep. when he initially ran for governor saying, don't monkey this around, don't monkey this up. Those type of statements, it only leads to things like this. Yep, yep, that is uh, Angie Nixon. Florida State Representative. And again, when I met, the one and only time I've spoken to her, it was on this program, we called her. First of all, she was like eight months pregnant. She had COVID and she was running for real. It was during the height of COVID when we were all at home. And she was running for re-election to the Florida um, uh, legislature. Um, She's awesome. She's someone to keep an eye on. You know, we didn't talk about that. Well, we didn't talk about this with Howie on Thursday because I couldn't get him on the phone. By the way, Howie was fine. He said he heard me, though I don't know how because I was going to voicemail. But anyway, of course, Mercury had just gone right back into retrograde, by the way, in case, you know. Anyway, anyway, it's one of those weeks, months, years, decades, millenniums. Um, But I digress. So anyway, this is the state in Florida. DeSantis has not been here, as far as I know, to um, to do anything. He's been gallivanting around the country, you know, uh, campaigning to be dictator uh, and uh, uh, making a fool of himself in a debate that Republican voters think he won. So what the hell do I know? And but he came home because there was this shooting and he had the nerve to condemn the shooters. But this is the guy who, again, without whom we would not have permitless carry in the state. Now, it's not it's not open carry. So you don't know if anyone around you is carrying a gun. They're not allowed to wear it out in the open so you could see that they're carrying a gun. No, it's it's permitless concealed carry. So anybody Anybody over the age of 18 walking around any town, Florida, can be packing. And this kid who first went to a black college in HBCU here in Florida and Jacksonville, and he was turned away. They wouldn't let him on campus. Somebody deserves a raise over there. So then he goes to a nearby dollar store where he shoots dead three people, three black people. Because he hates the blacks. And DeSantis is condemning it. DeSantis, who doesn't think there's any educational value in African-American studies. Yeah, I'm disgusted. I'm so disgusted. You know, I told you I'm selling off some stuff. Uh, Lots of stuff around here available if anybody needs anything. But uh, somebody came by yesterday to buy our old barbecue. And... um. They, he and his family had just moved here from uh, from New Mexico, from Santa Fe. I'm like, why would you move here from Santa Fe? Oh, my God. And, and of course, I can't help myself. So, of course, I say something like, well, you know, the governor is a nut job and a maniac and a fascist. And, and he didn't say anything. So it led me to believe he's yet another Republican. Otherwise, other than that, he seemed like a perfectly nice man with a 15-year-old son who helped him move it. But the fact that he didn't um, respond to my uh, my statement about the governor, um, yeah, just it, it made me feel bad. It's like, what is wrong with people? How can they support these? And I, I, I'm I'm struggling to find a word: miscreants, assholes, dregs of the earth. I don't know. After watching that debate the other night, uh, when when Chris Christie is starting to look good, and no, don't worry, I don't support Chris Christie. 
in any way, shape, or form. I do not. Oh, man. Um, all right. I'm really, really mad at myself if I can't find this other clip because I edited it. So today happened, you know, we're talking about race, a, a race crime, right? This is, um, they call it a hate crime. It's a race crime. These three kids. Well, yeah, Diane says maybe he didn't want to get into it, Nicole. Obviously he didn't. But what I would wanted to hear was, you're right. I know he's horrible, but we're going to brave it anyway. Instead, he didn't say anything. So I know. I know what his politics are. All the more reason for me to get the hell out of this place. Um, anyway, so um, today happens to be the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington, 1963, Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. And we all know it. Um, I remember 10 years ago uh, commemorating the day. In fact, that day... I got to interview, well, it was that week. It might not have been that day. But that week leading up to the 50th anniversary, I got to speak with Martin Luther King III. And um, while it was an honor, I mean, look, the fact that I got to speak to Martin Luther King Jr.'s son was an honor. I loved talking to him. We had a good conversation. Um, And, you know, look, that was the 50th anniversary of one of the most important days, I think, in in our civil rights movement, in what brought us to where we were 10 years ago. Now, we've taken 5, 10, 15 giant steps backwards since then, mostly thanks to elected officials like the idiot governor of Florida, who treats blacks as second-class citizens. Slavery wasn't so bad. They learned, they learned marketable skills. I just need you to shut the fuck up Cause nobody asked you, bitch I need you to shut the fuck up, bitch Shut the fuck up, bitch Just shut the fuck up, bitch Shut the fuck up, bitch Bow, bow, shut the fuck up Shut the fuck up Bow, bow, shut the fuck up Shut the fuck up Bow, bow, shut the fuck up Shut the fuck up Bow, bow I'm I'm really upset that I can't find this video Because what I wanted to play for you And maybe... I'm not holding out hope, but maybe it's saved in here. Like there's a thing for recently edited videos. Is there a recently edited or no, I don't see it. Edit recently edit. No, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. File open recent projects, recent projects. That's not it. I need to learn how to start saving these things because this video is going to pop up somewhere when I don't need it. But I'm really bummed because, um, damn it. Um, All right. What I was going to show you was that 10 years ago, Martin Luther King Jr.'s only grandchild was five years old. Her name is Yolanda Renee King. And and 10 years ago, she was too young um, to speak at the, the 50th anniversary of the March on Washington. Um, but in two, what it was in 20, uh, 2018, 2018 was the first time we got to meet Yolanda Renee King. And it was at the March for Our Lives big march in DC. And there, if you remember, 2018, five years ago, there were marches all over the country. Well, and at that time, uh, Yolanda. Oh, I see what I did. I saved. Oh, I saved the other one. All right. Well, let's just see. Um, let's see if this works. So Yolanda, it was the first time we got to meet her. And um, ah, I forget this. I, it shows you how much time has passed since the March for Our Lives grew out of the Parkland shooting, which, of course, you know, is is my neighborhood. Um, and so they had that giant uh, rally in D.C., and um, God, I think her name was Jackie. This one of the one of the kids who was the organizers of March for Our Lives brought out and introduced uh, Yolanda Renee King. And this is what we first when we first met her. She was ten years old, and she said this: My name is Yolanda Renee King, granddaughter of Martin Luther King and Hooray!
His four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream that enough is enough. people are there. And if you could get through that without getting goosebumps, then um, I get, well, then, then you have no feelings is what I think. So we saw that again, five years ago, that was 2018. In 2020, uh, here we go. In 2020, uh, a so she was ten there. A twelve-year-old, um, Yolanda Renee King, got up at the um, the 2020 commemoration march, and I'm showing you this stuff because um, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote a song lyric here, and not one of my favorite songs either. I believe that children are our future. Now you know sometimes charisma, talent. Um, uh, sometimes these great qualities that we pass down to our children or want to pass down to our children skips a generation. Martin Luther King III, I'm sorry, but a nice man, I enjoyed interviewing him, is not the most charismatic speaker out there. He didn't have anywhere near the impact his dad did. Thankfully, he was able to just further his father's work or, or you know, build on it. But Yolanda Renee King... She got it. So here she is two years later. So she was 10 in that first clip. Here she is at 12 at the commitment march. It was uh, 2020, so three years ago. Take it away, Yolanda. Renee King. (laughs) Some of you may remember that two years at the March for Our Lives, I said... Spread the word. Have you heard? All across the nation, we are going to be a great generation. (laughs) She's so cute, huh? That was in 2018. Yep. I didn't know what would hit us in 2020. A pandemic that shut our schools and put our young lives on hold. More killings of unarmed black people by police mm. attacks on our right to vote more killing oh wait <laughs> the worst economic crisis since the great depression that we learned about in school and more extreme weather than ever Uh-oh. before you hear her you hear her um issues but great challenges produce great leaders We have mastered the selfie and TikToks. (laughs) Now we must master ourselves. Less than a year before he was assassinated, my grandfather predicted this very moment. He said that we were moving into a new phase of the struggle. The first phase was the civil rights. And the new phase is genuine equality. Genuine equality. Good for her. Genuine equality is why we are here today and why people are coming together all across the world, from New Zealand to New Jersey. He said that we must not forget the days of of Montgomery. We must not forget the sit-ins. 
it movements. We must not forget the Freedom Rides, the Birmingham Movement, and Selma. Papa King, we won't! Yeah. My generation has already taken to the streets peacefully and with masks and socially distanced to protest racism. With masks and with socially distanced. And I want to ask the young people here to join me in pledging that we have only just begun to fight and that we will be the generation that moves from me to we. We are going to be the generation that dismantles systemic racism once and for all, now and forever. We are going to be the generation that calls a halt to police brutality and gun violence once and for all, now and forever. We are going to be the generation that reserves climate change and saves our planet once and for all, now and forever. And we are going to be the generation that ends poverty here in America, the wealthiest nation on earth, once and for all, now and forever. So there is Yolanda Renee King at the Commitment March. So it was it was uh, in 2020 um, at the uh, uh, in Washington D.C. I've got one more clip that I'm going to play for you from yesterday. Yesterday, at uh, right there, the site of the original march, 60 years minus one day later. But first, sorry, somebody's calling, and I need to find out who this is. Hi, who's this? From the- this is Jonathan Fedner. Oh, hey, Jonathan, what's what's on your mind today? After hearing that speech, I think that was an amazing speech. By that young lady, yep. Yolanda, I think she is the future, and I think what we did in 2022 is going to equally decide what we did in 2024. Okay. To all the to all the progressives, I know Joe Biden wasn't my first choice, but I see now what an empathetic man he is. He may have his flaws, but we have to understand that we have to vote. Okay. You can't complain and not vote. Absolutely. All right, Jonathan, I'm going to move on just because I need to get this the, the other video, but good to hear from you. Thanks for calling. All right. So yesterday was was the commemoration, although they're saying it wasn't a commemoration, it was a continuation of the 60th anniversary, the March on Washington. And um, Yolanda Renee King got up again with both her parents. She followed her mother and spoke before her father. I couldn't find just a good video of her entire speech. So I, from a couple of sources, I edited a little short clip together. But she is now 15 years old. And I'm telling you, she is carrying the mantle of her grandfather. We need to do more than end racism on our planet. We need to do more than end poverty on our planet. We need to save our planet. When people say my generation is cynical, we say cynicism is a luxury we cannot afford. If you look like me, you could have fewer voting rights on your 18th birthday than America promised you on the day you were born. Let's think about that for a second. Fewer rights than we were promised. If you're a young woman like me, you could have fewer personal rights. And no matter who you are, you could be less safe from random gun violence and irreversible climate change. That's why I believe that my generation will be defined by action, not apathy. And so the next piece that I will be sharing with you all will be very interactive. And I want you to repeat this chant that some of you may have heard. And I've done this throughout the years. Throughout the years. And so I think that we really need this during this really critical moment in our history. So I would encourage everyone to stand up and repeat these words after me. Spread the word! Have you heard? All across the nation! We are going to be a great generation! Now give yourselves a hand. Now give yourselves a hand. She has grown into a beautiful, poised, strong, brilliant young woman. That 
I can really see. Um, I've, I've noticed some of the um, the comments on the videos. A lot of people were 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 were, um, uh, uh, were referring to her, saying she's going to be the first female president. Hopefully, it doesn't take another twenty years, and it's going to be another twenty years before. Um, uh, you know, before <laughs> she can be president. So hopefully there will be um, uh, another, uh, uh, a first female president before then. But uh, Yolanda Renee King, man, oh man, oh man, keep an eye out for her. Pam in San Bernardino points out that it is also the anniversary of Emmett Till's murder in 1955. So you got to wonder, how did we regress so horribly? I, I I just don't know. Um, there's there's somebody in the chat room, and I'm trying to decide whether or not to engage this person or not. It's somebody new who obviously just found our uh, this show and and our chat room on YouTube today. And by the way, if you want to join in the chat room, there are a few. There's one on my website. The, the busy one is on the YouTube page. And by the way, my YouTube account is simply Nicole Sandler, all one word. But this woman who comes in here using the screen name of Esther McDonald says, and I'm reading, and I, I, some of it makes no sense, but it says, once more using one finger to do this. Excuse me, Esther, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? You, I don't care if you type with one finger or 20. You haven't done it here before, so what the hell is that? And then she goes on to say, There were black slave owners who had black slaves and white slaves. Black people did not know this. Irish slave black women had black slaves and white slaves. Hey, Esther, what is your fucking point? You know what? Never mind. I don't care. I just need you to shut the fuck up because nobody asked you, bitch. I need you to shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Just shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Bow, bow, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Bow, bow, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Bow, bow, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. See, I don't tolerate that shit. She says, well, I'm saying, I'm not saying I, you know what? I'm not paying it. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to get her off our channel. I know. You know what? My, I don't have a lot of viewers on uh on the youtubes um we've got it we've got a select group and it's because people like that i don't want on my uh site so i i i blocked her in real time all right so what else is going on today there is action on the donald trump sphere yes so let's let's go there donald trump's lawyers were back in court today as uh, U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin scheduled Donald Trump's D.C. trial on charges of attempting to overturn the 2020 presidential election for March 4th. That would be March 4th, 2024. That's two years before Trump wanted it. He asked for it to be in 2026. Yeah. Um. So that happened. Now, separately, at the same time, that was in D.C. In Atlanta, uh, Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, testified for hours this morning. It was kind of a surprise. Nobody expected nobody expected the Spanish Inquisition. Or sorry, nobody expected Mark Meadows back on the stand today. But he did for hours testifying about Trump's effort to reverse Joe Biden's victory in Georgia. The purpose of this hearing today was to see if Meadows can move his state level indictment to federal court. No, sorry. No, Um, he's claiming that that. Um, there that that there should be he should be moved to the state level because he was uh, a federal employee simply doing his job. Hey, Mark, Marky Mark, when you're breaking the law, the fact that you were taking orders from your boss is no defense. Just ask any Nazi soldier following orders when you're breaking the law is not a defense. And you weren't doing work 
on behalf of the American people, you're trying to overturn a free and fair election. So no change of venue for you. No. Now, also today, Trump's Fulton County arraignment was set. That's going to happen soon, uh, September 6th at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. All of Trump's 18 co-defendants in the Georgia case, including Mark Meadows, are also scheduled to be arraigned that day. Um, uh, Apparently, Meadows, when he was testifying for hours today, did not dispute the actions described in the indictment, but said they were all undertaken as part of his official duties. Yeah, he said duty. Yeah. Well, he's going to be up a lot of duty uh, pretty soon. In fact, he just might be in prison. Now, I know we already have his prisoner number, and I guess we should um, revel in the fact that, uh, you know, in, we, we can take some pleasure in imagining what his time in jail is going to be like. I'll tell you, someone who's thought long and hard about it, is our pal Mangy Fetlocks. Howdy folks, Mangy Fetlocks here. I got just a short song for you today. When Donald Trump's in prison, there will be no more damn rallies, no more lying about vote tallies. He will spend his days in counting only bricks on his wall. When Donald Trump's in jail, There'll be cause for celebration. Every corner of our nation will be better off and happy overall. When Donald's in the Hooskow, ingenuity and know-how will be harnessed for the good of all mankind. Once Donald's in the Slammer, we'll be bringing down the hammer on all racist, fascist wannabes we find. When Donald's in the big house, we'll spend far less time on cable. To ignore news, we'll be able. We'll high-five each other when we meet with friends on the street. Once Trump hears from the jury, we'll rejoice he's been convicted. We won't feel the least conflicted. Gloom will disappear and life once again will be sweet. Mangy Fetlocks, everybody. Uh, Also known as Bruce W. Nelson. I don't know why he does the Mangy Fetlocks thing, really. Because um, he should just be Bruce W. Nelson. See, when when I first found him, (laughs) some of you may remember this, I was convinced it was Jeff Daniels. I was 100% absolutely convinced it was Jeff Daniels. Because Jeff Daniels does sing and play guitar. He sounds like him. He's got the same little um, uh, similar vocal timber. Um, And when I first, I was like saying, I don't know how he does it. But Jeff Daniels is, you know, putting up these videos saying he's a guy named Bruce W. Nelson who has an alter ego (laughs) named Mangy Fetlocks. And he does all these songs. Well, then he wrote to me and he said, not, not Jeff Daniels. And I still thought he was bullshitting me <laughs> until we talked. And it's like, I, I, it's just a doppelganger. He's really not Jeff Daniels, but he is Bruce W. Nelson. And he does at least one of these songs a day. And he's brilliant. And they're great. And um, But don't look for Mangy Fetlocks on the, uh, on the YouTubes. Look for Bruce W. Nelson and then his Mangy Fetlocks stuff. You know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Oh, by the way. I do have I do have another clip to play for you. I should have played this back when I was still doing the uh you know the 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 story on the shooter and the white supremacists like you know Ron DeSantis. Um because there's a a senator who inexplicably years ago beat one of the best US senators we had in Russ Feingold in Wisconsin. Uh Ron Johnson has proven himself to be one of the worst um, in fact, he's right up there with Skeletor, with uh, Rick Scott here in Florida, as just pretty goddamn awful. Um, but he went on Fox with Maria Bartromo, and, um, well, he, he made a Freudian slip. 
What was that you said, uh, Ron Johnson? Ron Johnson, what did you say? And my ranking member would always be bringing up white supremacy, which, you know, I condone. I mean, I, I condemn. Uh, but <laughs> Wait, say that again. Always be bringing up white supremacy, which I what? Which I... Which I would have an annual threat hearing and my ranking member would always be bringing up white supremacy, which, you know, I condone. I mean, I I condemn. (laughs) (laughs) You know, believe them when they tell you who they are the first time. Okay, All right. Like like who they are. Like we watched that debate. Oh, uh, somebody brought up Joe the plumber in the chat room. Breaking news. Joe the plumber dead at 49 joe the plumber had pancreatic cancer joe the not plumber if you remember him and no i didn't pull any audio or anything but joe the plumber who wasn't a plumber whose name wasn't even joe uh he challenged barack obama and really didn't like the idea of obamacare Obamacare. Oh, all my scary, uh, my scary um, uh, sound clips went away. I, I had a uh, again. I had a. I had a, a fail. Um. Anyway, Joe the plumber died. Uh, maybe if he had embraced Obamacare early on and regularly saw a doctor, that wouldn't have happened. Yes, you're right, Ford Country Samuel Joseph Weaselfucker. That that's about right. That was his name. Yeah, he's dead. Ding dong. The douche is dead. Sorry, I have no sympathy for people who uh, who deserve no sympathy. You know. Uh, so anyway, back to this. So so what we learned in the debate the other night <laughs> is um, that uh, and it's really kind of fri- it's all frightening, isn't it? It's all frightening. Um, well, um, what's his name? Um Trump. Yeah, that guy. Uh, He can be convicted and six of the eight douchebags who were on stage at that debate on Thursday night. um, Thursday night? Wednesday night. Whenever the fuck it was last week would still vote for him. You know what the problem is? The emperor's new clothes. (laughs) These people will not admit that Donald Trump's fat ass is hanging out all over the place. But Lauren Mayer tells us they're never, never, never going to give them up. Aren't you? Didn't you, Lauren? Huh? Trump's no stranger to crime. Breaking the rules incessantly. With more indictments coming all the time But still they stick with him in the GOP I just want to ask these folks a question What the hell is wrong with you? They're never going to give up Trump Never going to dump the schmuck Though all he does is whine and lie and insult now Never going to say so long Scared of his adoring throng Gotta say no way to his cult now. They know this momser and can see he's really awful, but they're too scared to fight him. And most opponents in the primary jump to defend him each time that they indict him. And though he's ruining the party. They've shown that they're too blind to see They're never gonna give up Trump As his poll numbers slump Though they probably wish that they'd never picked him He's never gonna lose his hold No matter what he does, they fold They'll endorse him even after they convict him They're never gonna dump the schmuck Since the GOP is stuck Anything he wants to do, they'll permit him They're never going to let him go. They're never going to dump the schmo. Though I'm sure they wish they knew how to quit him. Dump the schmo. Dump the schmo. 
Oh, yeah. Please stop the video just yet. It's oh, yeah. with a very quick reminder that these videos don't produce themselves, but you can help me by joining my Patreon, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help me continue to make the videos that help you laugh the news that would otherwise make you cry. Thanks. All right. Lauren Mayer, everybody. Uh, we're going to do one more because we can. It's a quickie from Founder Singh. I'm a four-time loser with a long history of acting like the laws don't apply to me. Now I'm screwed cause this time I blew it. I make this meat face like I meant to do it. Hit you with my mugshot. I'm gonna hit you with my mugshot. Intimidation's all I got. Then lock me away. Oh yeah. Hit you with my mugshot I'm gonna hit you with my mugshot Intimidation's all I got Then lock me away Okay, we'll lock you away uh, Just uh, just too too good, right? Oh man, uh, there, there's other news Oh, oh, it's playing again oh, It's on a loop, I, I won't do that I won't, I won't do that again. By the way, you know, rather than just be all negative on, on, on uh, you know, the former guy and the, the racists and the, the shooters and everybody else, here's, here's something good. It's good in a baby step. It's, it's a baby step, right? 215 pounds. <laughs> um, I'll read you two quick hit stories. I, I gathered together a bunch of news stories today to share. Uh, with you. The Biden administration, we've heard about this. It's finally happening. They're preparing to launch an initiative that could make a big difference in the lives of a lot of seniors. Um, but a lot of people don't realize it's happening. So I will tell you, the government begins to negotiate with Medicare for drug prices. That's the good news. The bad news, it's only 10 drugs. But it's a start, considering they've never done it before. So there's that. Um, In other news, Jamie Raskin, who we love, is now jumping on the Lawrence Tribe judge. I forget his name. You know, the, 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 the very conservative judge who has now eschewed his membership in the Republican Party. Uh, I'll find his name for you. Um. I I closed that, didn't I? Yeah, you know. Um, His name is... His name is J. Michael Ludwig, Judge Ludwig, who wrote this great article with Lawrence Tribe, a, a conservative and a liberal, both constitutional scholars, and both said the Constitution prohibits Trump from ever being president again. 14th... Uh, 14th Amendment, Section 3. I read it for you last week. Now Jamie Raskin is weighing in. He, too, is a, uh, a constitutional law professor of the highest esteem. And he says Trump is not qualified to hold office again under the 14th Amendment. The amendment prohibits any elected official from holding office if they have, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to enemies thereof. Actually, by him saying um, to all those January 6th insurrectionists, we love you. We love you. Go home. There you go. That's all he need. But he did much worse than that. Uh, What else is going on? Um, I told you that. Uh, President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden welcomed public school students back to the classroom in Washington, D.C. today. And the president walked in the classroom. The kids went nuts. I just point these things out because this is the normalcy we all wanted to get back to for so long. Um, The guy who showed his idiocy on the debate stage and, you know, got a huge devoted maggot following, Vivek Ramaswamy, Smarmy, um, you know, he's been singing this Eminem song, Lose Yourself. Well... I'm now a bigger fan of Eminem because Eminem said, um, issued a cease and desist order uh, stopping Valtrek Ramasmarmi from rapping to his music on the campaign trail. Love it. 
Love it. Pope Francis. You know, non-political Pope Francis made a statement. He blasted the, quote, backwardness of U.S. conservatives in the church, saying that some have replaced faith with ideology and that a correct understanding of Catholic doctrine allows for change over time. Um, Irving, yes, Ramaswamy is the name I've given him because he is smarmy. And 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 the way I got to Valtrex is I played a bit, I think it was on Thursday, because I wasn't live on Friday. On Thursday, um, I played a bit by J.L. Coven d- doing his Trump, in which he said uh, he called him Valtrex <laughs> instead of Vivac. Valtrex is, of course, a herpes medication. So, yes, it works. So he's Valtrex Ramasmarmi, because he has... Money. Um, what else? Oh, did you hear about this soccer? Ca- you know, it's not only here that the homophobia and the transphobia and the and the racism is happening. Spanish prosecutors opened a sex abuse investigation into Spain's um, head soccer guy, a guy named Luis Rubiales. Why? Because he kissed a star player, Jenny. Hermoso on the lips after the team's victory in the Women's World Cup final. Oh, see, and I thought, I'm just reading it now. I thought he kissed one of the male soccer players and they fired him because of, um, you know, homophobia. But I guess it was a woman. Well, the mother, oh, his mother is now (laughs) the head of, of Spanish soccer who has now been fired. And uh, or left, and there's a, an abuse investigation because he kissed this woman on the lips. His mother is going on a hunger strike in protest of what she says is an inhuman, bloodthirsty witch hunt. Well, now that I know, if he forcibly kissed this woman on the lips, fuck him, he should be fired. I thought it was like a mutual thing with a guy, and I'm like, okay, so I was wrong. Never mind. Never mind. Um... What else? And there's a, okay, I think I have everything. I think I've showed you everything. Uh, and, it, and we still have about a minute left. So what else do I want to tell you? Um, if you missed the show Friday, I got to apologize. So what happened Friday was Marcy Wheeler was here, right? Was here. Um, but we, as we do, we taped our interview in the morning. We do it at 10 o'clock Eastern because she's in Ireland. It's where she lives now. And Then my daughter called and said, hey, you want to hang out? It's a beautiful day out. Let's go to the beach. The show was done. I said, yeah. So I set it up to be an instant premiere, but I guess a lot of you missed it. So on Friday, Marcy Wheeler was here. We did another great informative hour. You can go back. Yes, Tamara says, he held the girl's face in his hands, kissed her cheek, then kissed her on the mouth hard too. Okay, well then, learning moment. Good. He there should be an investigation, and he should be out because that sounds an awful like like Donald Trump going into the um, uh, the dressing room for the Miss Teen USA pageant and looking at all the naked little girls. Same kind of thing. Get him out. <laughs> no coach tongue. <laughs> yeah. So I played hooky, but I did a show. It was a brand new show, but I wasn't here to chat with you, and I wasn't here to. I forgot to embed it on the Listen Live page. So anyway, I'm sorry, but the show is there, so you can still go back and listen to it. Marcy will not be here this week because uh, she's on vacation with her family. It's the end of August. This is what people do. Real people like go to um, uh, on vacation. I don't know what that's like, but I understand it happens. Anyway, once her vacation is done, she'll be back, hopefully the week after, not not this week, but next week. But tomorrow, we have um, Got a Laugh. Wednesday, Will Bunch will be here. And if you haven't read his latest column, you must, because it's the kind of shit I talk about all the time. So Will Bunch will be here Wednesday. Thursday, Howie Klein. Friday, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what the rest of the week brings us. All right? Um, but and that brings us to the end of the hour. So we made it through. It's a Monday, and in, in, in case you don't know, I, I don't sleep well. Rick Smith said, stay on another hour, Nicole. 
No. You know what? I got, uh, it was time for my phone to upgrade. So I upgraded. I got the really cool, I'm not an Apple person. I got the Samsung Flip 5. It's awesome. I really love this thing. There's Jackson on it. Um, anyway, along with my very cool phone, I got the watch. They gave me a watch. Um, see how cool the watch is? But it monitors activity and all that stuff. And yeah, at no extra cost. Go figure. And it's it's confirming what I knew, that I do not um, sleep. So I'm averaging about between three and a half and four and a half hours of sleep a night. So got to work on that. So if I'm ever like discombobulated and, you know, the synapses aren't connecting, it's not the ketamine malfunctioning. It's that I don't I don't sleep. So I'm going to try to sleep tonight and I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. (sighs) Another day, another 20 cents. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.